and welcome to podcast number three. I'm Anne from Domesticity. Today I'll be talking about going back to school and today I have a special guest, but a little bit more on that soon. It's currently right smack bang in the middle of summer here in Australia and I've got to say we've been enjoying some really nice weather. Usually it's so hot and humid where I'm from, but the days have been warm and balmy and the nights cool and breezy, something we're definitely not used to at this time of the year. The children finish school around the first week of December, so our summer school break is finally coming to an end. As much as I love the lack of routine, I miss routine, if that makes sense. You know, bedtimes are all over the place. The children sleep in until all hours of the day, and that makes it hard to get them up and moving and out for the day. I'm an early riser mostly and I've done nearly a full day's work by the time the children wake up. They want to go out and do something or want me to do something with them. I swear they were a lot less effort when they were younger. They are becoming more independent at ages 11 and 9 but they are always in my face. What's with that? When they were much younger they would organise activities or outings and then they'd come home for a nap, have an early dinner, have a shower and be off into bed at a reasonable hour. Now there's arguments about bedtimes, dinner, all of those things. I guess it's just all part of growing up. Anyway, my daughter starts her last year of what we call primary school. Back in my day, primary school started in grade one and finished in grade seven. You then started school in grade eight and you had the choice of whether or not to go until grade 10 and get a trade or you could go until grade 12, which was usually for those who wanted to go on to tertiary studies at university. It's all changed now and school starts young at what's called the prep year and goes until grade six. Then the children start high school in grade seven It's just hard to believe my baby girl is going to high school next year. She's certainly growing up fast. The time just flashes before your eyes. School hours vary between schools and states within Australia. My children's school day starts at 8.45am when the first bell rings and they should be standing outside their classroom ready to go in. We only live around the corner from the school and I drive the children to school. It's not something I've been very successful at, that is, getting the children to school on time. They're always running late, trying to find their shoes or their library book, or we get into the car and they've forgotten their lunchbox, you name it, there's always some rush in the mornings. The next bell goes at 9am when school starts. They do a bit of schoolwork and then they have what's called first break at 11am where they have something to eat. When I went to school, that was called little lunch. They eat for a little while, have a little play, and then back into the classroom. Second break, or when I went to school, we called it big lunch, is at 12.45 p.m. when they have something else to eat, a bit longer play, and then back into the classroom until 3 p.m. when the school day is finished. It seems like a long day, but while the children are at school, that's when I try to get busy. From 9am until 3pm, I study, 
do household chores and most importantly catch up with my friends from time to time for coffee. Not all the time, mind you. I also like to do grocery shopping or running errands or attending any appointments I have during these times. My daughter has been very clever right before she started school. Both children attended kindergarten before they started their prep year and she was obsessed with dinosaurs. She knew back then she wanted to be a paleontologist. She knew everything about dinosaurs, like whether they were carnivores or herbivores, what prehistoric time period they were from, for example the Jurassic period, and what type of dinosaur they were. She had the kindergarten teachers baffled sometimes with all her knowledge. Needless to say, she's changed her career choice many times since then, going from wanting to be a waitress, a hairdresser, a teacher, a psychologist, an astrologist, working for NASA, and I'm not sure what the latest career choice is. She has great general knowledge for an 11-year-old, and although it can be tiring sometimes for me, she likes to rattle off her knowledge of the planets and what's going on in various galaxies sometimes when we were having mummy-daughter dates, and sometimes I just want to talk about clothes and makeup. I'm very proud of her, don't get me wrong. I think if she applies herself, she'll go a long way. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that her dislike for boys will go on for a lot more years, but I'm not expecting miracles. I guess we all go through it. My son, on the other hand, who is nine years old, is also very clever, but has got ants in his pants. He can't sit still in the classroom and, like most boys, I think, would rather play rough and tumble games and be mischievous in the classroom instead of listening to what the teacher says. He is very quick-witted and comes out with the funniest things sometimes. He hasn't really shown any real interest in any career except maybe a video game creator or he's talked about wanting to work for Lego. I guess that's any young boy's dream. I guess he can dream and if he applies himself, he can attain those dreams. I'm hoping that he knuckles down this year and applies that quick wit of his to learning new things. He's just lazy sometimes and can't be bothered with homework and rushes through things. The poor little guy has a stutter as well. It was probably first noticed just after I became separated from my ex-husband. He was getting some therapy through the school he was attending at the time. And after Easter last year, we moved him to the same school as his sister. And he's been on the waiting list to get more speech therapy. Sometimes he shows no signs of the stutter, but other times it's more prevalent. I sometimes think his mind is going a million miles an hour and just wants to get everything out. Hopefully it will disappear. I just hate the thought of him being teased about it now and when he gets older. There is so much expense at the start of the school year too. My kids' school has a pretty laid-back uniform and uh, most schools in Australia, both primary and high school, the students wear a uniform. Their school wears a general coloured bottom that is like a skirt or a pair of shorts and it's only the proper school logo t-shirt for both the boys and the girls that you need to buy from the proper supplier and they can be... 40 to 50 dollars sometimes you can be lucky to pick them up second hand school shoes just aren't made to last like they did back in my day 
the only time they needed upgrading was when you outgrew them. Now, I'm lucky if my children's shoes last them a term, which is usually 11 to 12 weeks. And I don't think it matters if you buy the cheap ones or the expensive shoes. I have been pretty lucky in picking up good quality brand name leather shoes from thrift stores or op shops over the years, or I'll just buy the cheap shoes if I'm not so lucky. I always like to start the new school year off with a new pair for each of the children, and they're usually always in need of a new pair by the time the new school year comes around. Things like school socks and hair ties are always given as Christmas gifts. My children's socks and my daughter's hair ties always run away to join the missing Tupperware lids in my house. I'm sure they're all hanging out, having a wonderful time, playing hide and seek with me. I really don't know what my kids do with their socks. It drives me nuts. If only they put them in the dirty wash when they took them off. School bags, lunch bags and drink bottles are cleaned up at the end of school and put away until the start of the school year. Hopefully they'll last another year if they look after them. Being summer here in Australia, when the children go back to school, it's hard to get motivated to bake for school lunches because the weather is just so warm. I've got a few sweet treats stashed in the freezer, but it will be back to school baking as soon as my supply runs out. This year I intend to try my hand at baking savoury crackers, something I've never tried before. It's just a matter of uh, basic dough and then rolling the dough out really thin and flavouring them if I want to. Uh, this is about the only prepackaged snack food that I buy for school lunches. And the children normally take in their lunch bag a sandwich or bread roll or rice cakes with butter and Vegemite. And sometimes I put cheese on with the Vegemite. They'll take a piece of fruit a sweet treat and some cheese and crackers. The fruit usually comes back each day unless it's something that my son really likes. That is, if it's cut up for him, he's a lazy bugger. He won't eat an apple or an orange uncut, so if I cut them up, then he'll eat them. My daughter, on the other hand, well, that's a long story, which I've talked about on the blog before. I've never met a more fussy eater in my life, and she always sends her fruit back in the lunchbox and I send it back off again. So, am I ready for another school year? Yes, I guess so. Before the children started school, I used to say how I was going to have all this time on my hands to do things during the day when they were at school and never have I been so busy. I'm not sure why I used to be able to do more when they were both home every day. Now it seems I'm attending some event or another at the school plus trying to get all my jobs done between the hours of 9am and 3pm. There are never enough hours in the day. I guess it's a privilege that I've enjoyed not going out to a paid job and I've enjoyed being at home with my children before and after school. It's what I enjoyed when I was a child. My mum never went out to work. I know some people do and that's their choice. It's not something that I ever wanted to do so I've made it work for me by enjoying a simpler lifestyle, by budgeting clever and only spending my money on things that are important to me. Anyway, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my first ever special guest here at the Domesticity Podcast, my daughter. 
And just for the exercise, we'll call her the Divine Miss Panda. I was going to call her the Divine Miss M, but she chose Panda. Hello, my lovely girl. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Mother. You know, I asked you here to join me today to talk about your new school year and how it's very and a very important year for you, being your last year of primary school. So tell me, what do you like about going to school? I don't actually like anything except for the fact that when I'm at school, I get to see my friends. Nice. And what are your favourite subjects at school? Drama and art. Are you any good at them? Yes. Do you like doing sport at school? I don't like doing sport at school. And why not? Do you know who your teacher is in this year? Um, yes, it is Mrs. Banks. Do you know anything about her? I know that she will be my teacher. Oh, that's good. Have you heard whether she's a nice teacher or strict? Yes. What is she, strict or? Nice. A nice teacher, good. You've never really had any problems with your teachers, have you? Because you're a good girl in class, aren't you? Of course I am. So, when you were a tiny little four-year-old, you were very keen to be a paleontologist. Is that something you're still interested in or do you have your heart set on becoming something else? I don't want to be a paleontologist anymore. And what do you want to be? An actor. An actor in movies or on TV? Uh, both. What sort of movies or TV shows would you like to be in? Well, I usually think up of my own TV shows. So maybe one day when I'm famous, I'll write my own and star in them. Would you be singing or dancing? Would it be a musical or just a drama? Just drama. Are you, do you think you're good at drama? I think you're very good at drama too because I call you the drama queen, don't I? <laughs> yeah. What about when the cockroach jumped on you the other night? That was pretty dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really dramatic. And do you think it's important to do well at school? Yes. And what do you need to do to be successful at school? Like, do you think you need to get good marks? Yes. Do you get good marks? Yes. That's good. Are you looking forward to going to high school? No. Why not? Because everything about high school is just difficult. So how do you know it's difficult if you've never been before? I just do. Does it mean that there's more study and more homework? Probably. Or is it because there's more more students and different personalities that you have to try and get on with? Well, there's more, I know there's more homework and there's just drama with everyone. Well, you'll be good at that because you're the drama queen. Yeah. So, Miss Panda, thank you so much for joining me today in my podcast. That's Miss Divine Panda to you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Miss Divine Panda and... Thank you, darling, for being with me here today. You can go now. I love you.
anything for you, mother. Love you. I love you too, mother. Bye, y'all. So that's a wrap for my third podcast about schooling here in Australia. And I'd like to thank my special guest, the divine Miss Panda. Speaking of Australia, this coming Tuesday is our National Day, Australia Day. It's a public holiday and a good time to reflect on just how lucky we really are. We enjoy such a diverse culture. The weather is always fantastic, especially where I live. And we live in a country that is free of turmoil and strife. I'm so very blessed to be able to call Australia home. Thanks for joining me again. And until next week, have a great week. Bye for now.